Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your week. Tonight, we are going to be talking with a fellow professional organizer, Leah Fish, and she's going to be sharing with us some strategies on how we can get organized in the second half of 2019. Also, I will be sharing my podcast suggestion, my app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and my book suggestion for the week. And if you're following me via social media, I would love for you to go either on Facebook, on Twitter, or LinkedIn and answer the question, what was on the top of your list to get organized in 2019? But before I share with you the interview, I just want to share with you the power of goal setting as you get ready for the second half of 2019. Because some of the things that you can do in the power of goal setting is one, Limit the time you have on social media. That could be a goal. Number two, it could be maybe reducing the plastic waste, reducing your imprint on the environment. Meal prep, because you want to eat healthier, you want to save time. Read more because you just want to really stimulate those brain cells. And of course, maybe you want to expand your horizons, visit a new place, so those are just some simple things that you can do in the, with the power of goal set. But I want to share with you our guest, uh, Ms. Leah Fish. She's the founder of Jumore, a methodology to help entrepreneurs, CEOs get more organized and productive and make more money, specializing in high-level business owners, with or without ADD or OCD. Leah excels in finding solutions to challenging situations, especially to bring the vision and dream programs of her brilliant clients to life. Leah hosted the FOIA, the only reorganizing radio show in the nation on WOR Radio, and is the author of the upcoming book on reorganizing. Leah has appeared on WOR Radio, Sirius XM and WPKN Bridgeport, among others. She is a favorite in Hoarding Barrett Alive on TLC, and Leah is a proud believer in unitasking. I can't wait till you hear about that. So now, tune in for my interview with Leah Fish. Well, listeners, I am always excited to talk to a fellow organizer. I've got Leah Fisher here, and we're going to talk about organizing and decluttering. But most of all, we're going to talk about her special method that she has designed. So, Leah, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Janet. So my first question before we get into all the, the, the techniques and strategies, what made you decide to do what you do? Well, like any good Jew, uh, it was not my idea, but something that my mother uh, actually came up with. And she uh, called me one day. I was trying to figure out what were the next steps 
uh, in my life. And she called me and she said, I've been listening to the radio. I figured it out. You're going to be an organizer. And I was like, great. What's that? And she had been listening to an interview with Joan Hamburg on WOR radio uh, here in New York. And uh, Joan was interviewing an organizer from NEPO. And the organizer said the line, clutter is a decision delayed. And I have a degree in philosophy. And my mother heard that. She said, oh, that is so Leia. Uh, And so she called me and she said, this sounds like you. You should do it. And I said, okay. So um, I was 25 and available. So um, two weeks later, she had gotten me my first job, uh, which was an estate cleaning. And then they referred me to help someone um, do their, you know, organize their office. And it just went from there. And that was a long time ago. And so things have changed over time. But ultimately, uh, it all started with my mother's intuition uh, and, you know, Jewish motherliness. Oh, that is wonderful. That's a nice story. So in the work that you do, what do you feel are some of the reasons why your clients are disorganized and there's like clutter in their lives? Well, I currently specialize with, um, you know, sort of shifted and shaped over the years. So now I, I really specialize with entrepreneurs and CEOs Uh, with or without diagnosed ADD or ADHD. Um, And so I've done a lot of research about, uh, you know, sort of the symptoms and things that get us there. And, um, you know, those are anxiety disorders, um, including, you know, other things like OCD and PTSD. What we may not realize is that they're all housed in the same part of the brain, the, the prefrontal cerebral cortex. And um, it's very much affected by dopamine. So dopamine is one of the major feel-good hormones. And so, um, you know, there's uh, a lot of things affecting in our, in today's world, affecting our levels of dopamine, whether it's feelings of loneliness, whether it's medications that people are taking, uh, whether it's the lack of nutrients in our soil, you know, we're human beings. And so we're very, um, susceptible to our environments and to our emotions and that kind of thing. So um, a lot of the, I, I would argue everything we do, but let's say a lot of the things that we do are decisions uh, that we make. Um, the results that we get are all very much influenced uh, by how we feel. And so when we are not feeling up to snuff or we're feeling alone or we're feeling down Um, It's very, very hard to motivate yourself to, you know, enter your um, expenses into a spreadsheet for your taxes, which in itself feels like a scary, exhausting, perhaps uh, event that is going to feel like a failure. You always get an extension no matter how hard you try. You know, so um, for people who already are susceptible to uh, anxiety, when you compound that with our natural inclination as human beings to avoid discomfort. Uh, that's how we managed to survive as a human race. We said, "Uh oh, there's a, a tiger down that way. I'm going to go the other way. So it's sort of a deep evolutionary thing mm-hmm. compounded with all of the ways that we don't feel great in today's modern society. 
um, it really makes sense that, you know, we're in a more cluttered state than we've ever been as, as a species, you know, in, in all of history. And, and, and I agree because I have a friend and I realized that his, his house almost looks like an Amazon warehouse. But I also realized, like you were saying, there's other things that are de- he's dealing with. So this is like coping mechanism. It's like, okay, I don't feel good. This is going on at work. This is going on in my life. So I'll just buy something and, and, and it'll show up at the door and I'll feel better. And so, so you're right. So talk- yeah, I think. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You continue. Oh yeah, well, I think you know retail therapy definitely is is one of the culprits, certainly, and especially with Amazon, as you mentioned, it's easier than ever to you know get that that dopamine hit, boom, 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 um, because. And I was reading an article actually about Amazon as we get the hit multiple times. Uh, the dopamine. We get it when we press order. We get it when we get the email. We get it when it arrives at our door. You know, so it's sort of like this drawn out boom, boom, boom of dopamine rather than just going to Macy's and buying it and going home. Um, but it's also, um, oh my gosh, this is what happens when someone's nine months pregnant. I forgot what I was going to say about that, that retail therapy is is one of the things, uh, is one of the coping mechanisms that causes it. Oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, um, but the other thing is also that, you know, a lot of people who have clutter, um, ironically, very much care about um, people, you know, around them or the environment. And so what happens is, is that they have things, they don't want to throw them away. They want to know either that someone will use them or that they'll be properly recycled. And again, um, nowadays, because of this, you know, almost literal flood, this inundation of things, um, it's, it's less and less likely that your cherished items will get to someone who will enjoy them or that they'll be properly recycled. So people hold on to them in sort of a, a very valiant effort you know, waiting for someone who, who, who deserves them, who will appreciate them for a way to properly recycle them underneath the clutter that, you know, people might judge who come to their house and say, oh gosh, you're a hoarder, is actually, you know, a very noble um, intent of doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're so right about that. So Leah, talk about your methodology that you created when you work with clients. Yeah, so um, so the way that I work with clients, like I said, is very much geared toward people with anxiety disorders. It doesn't have to be diagnosed, but people who you know identify uh, not with this idea of just get rid of it, but really the opposite of like I don't even think there's anything here I want to get rid of, and getting rid of it is really not the point. So um, the concept of Jumer, which is the philosophy that I've created uh, and teach. Uh, stands for joy plus humor, uh, humor. And um, it's the idea of the, the, the place that we get to, joy and humor, naturally, when we deal with all the hell and misery of everything that we've been avoiding. And the way that we do that is not by saying, okay, grand sweep, I'm going to get rid of everything. The way that we do that is by being compassionate with ourselves and actually taking the time to look at what we have 
and, and get to know ourselves better from our past decisions. Um, and so to use that information for a couple of things, one, to set up an infrastructure uh, that will allow us to make things easier in the future. So for example, you know, you constantly have mail piling up, um, but you realize there's no, you know, each time you're sort of reinventing the wheel. So there's nothing easy to do with it. You have to go through all of it. Some you have to recycle, some you have to unsubscribe, some you have to file, some you have to call them before, you know, so it's all mixed together. So setting up an infrastructure that allows it to be easily sortable. So then the mm -hmm. next time you come to it, mm -hmm. you know, you're always setting your brain up to be unitasking is what we call it in Joomer, doing one thing at a time. Um, and also very much coming from the concept of uh, not getting rid of stuff, you know, rather to give yourself ample time to do things piecemeal, a little bit here, a little bit there, but to get through everything, um, which many people find impossible. But the truth is, is if you, if you look at the rates of recidivism, meaning how much, you know, people, let's say, get rid of everything, and then a week later, or a month later, or a year later, they're back to where they were, kind of like the biggest loser on, uh, on, on that TV show, they're back to where they were, or worse, it's because they haven't addressed the underlying issue, um, which is either a lack of, in, of infrastructure of how to handle things easily, or uh, they don't have the answers, like I was talking about earlier, of what to do with stuff. So, um, you know, like they have a lot of clothes that don't fit them. They really, let's say their church has a, a, a program that, you know, brings clothes, but they they weren't organized enough to get it. So they're waiting for the next year when the church goes to Guatemala. I'm just making this up. But, you know, so they're like, well, I don't want to get rid of them. But, you know, and then as the year goes by, they have more and more and they're mm -hmm. to put it in. You know, so, so it's really um, structured about doing things in a way that allows them to unitask, to build the infrastructure underneath that supports them, to build their self-awareness so they understand what works for them, uh, and to set themselves up to win really is the key. So setting things up so that it's the way that their mind works rather than what someone else might judge or preach is the way that it ought to be done. Mm -hmm. I love the way you just said unitask. I was like, yay, unitask, yay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. sometimes people get so they get overwhelmed when they see everything, but then they feel like, okay, I've got to do this and this and this. I'm like, just for, let's just focus on one thing. So I really exactly. like it. And you're right. And you're right. Sometimes the people do, they want to give it to a good cause, but, or, and it's even like a, a shredding event. Oh, I missed a shredding event. So I'll just keep piling stuff in the corner until the next one next year. So you're right about that. So with all you do, Leah, and, and this is a question I always get, with all that you do and you manage, et cetera, how do you keep yourself organized? Because somebody had the, I guess, the idea that my house was like so neat and organized and everything was in its place and nothing was out of place and it was like a museum. And I says, no, I don't live like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I read a, I read a study about... Um, organizers and they said basically they fall into two categories there's the there's the Marie Kondos who are in my opinion have OCD but um, you know who have who, who do have that museum that you're talking about of 
you know, really a perfectionist state and that's fine. Um, I, I don't come from that. I come from a family of, you know, sentimental Jewish pack rats, frankly. So, you know, for me growing up, I was very comfortable sleeping under piles of all my stuff. It felt cozy. Uh, other people think that's crazy, but you know, I come from, uh, you know, a lot of stuff. And so, um, first of all, I'm more comfortable with having stuff around, but I do like things to be clean. I'm not compulsive about it, but for me, I, I ask myself, what's the easiest way, uh, like what needs to be in place for me to one, be able to clean or have cleaned and number two, for guests to come. And so for example, we had, my husband had some friends come last night from Colombia, from where he's from. And, um, and they're, they're very fancy. So, um, you know, you, you sometimes get a little inspired by how people are. And so I was a little more motivated than usual to have things, you know, a little, a little more perfect than usual. But I said to myself, you know, each time we have visitors, I notice it's a little easier. We're in a new apartment um, to prepare for them. And so it's sort of asking, uh, what does it take to have this boom? Like if someone said, oh, we'll be there in an hour, um, how comfortable are you going to feel whether, like I said, it's cleaning or, you know, of course, some people don't care. But for me, it's um, and in Jumer, uh, in the philosophy that I teach, this is called the rubber band effect. So how easy is it for things to kind of snap back into place? I always say like that scene in Mary Poppins where, you know, she's singing and all the toys are going back to where they go. Um, how easy is it? Because that's really the key is making things easy that you can whatever it is, um, you know, it's like we can do the dishes, but if there's nowhere to put, you know, if they don't fit in the closet, then something needs to be changed or in the, in the cabinet. So it's about making things easier and easier and easier. And that's how you can make them automatic. So whether that's removing clothes that, you know, you truly don't want so that you don't have to figure out where to put the clothes that you do want, whether it is removing things that don't belong or simply setting up your system um, so that it's easier and easier to deal with. These are the kinds of things I'm always asking myself. And, and I would say I'm at right now, I'm, I'm at about a 92% of easiness. <laughs> and that's a great place to be. Cause like, like you, I don't really want to be that perfectionist when it comes to my space. Yeah. Um, but I like to be able to find things. And like you, if somebody says they're coming over, the first place I'm running to is the bathroom just to make sure Everything is nice yes. and smells good. That. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I think I got that from my mother. So, as long as the bathroom is clean and people can sit down, I'm fine. And and for me, for some reason, I do like my desk because yeah. I have small space. So, I do like the desk to be. But other than that, I'm like, and people are like, you've got a cup in the sink. Well, yeah, it was just one cup of tea. I'm not going to do, you know. <laughs> Like, I'm not going to put the whole uh, dishwasher on just for one cup. No, it can be. It's okay. It's not going any. So this has been a fun yeah. interview. Yeah. I yeah. So so please share um, how people can get in touch with you, how they can, you know, you know, become a client. But also, I know you have a book, a book out or book coming out, correct? God willing, coming out. Yes. Yay. That, that's book's coming yeah. out. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, my website is jumor, J-O-U-M-O-R.com. 
Um, and I have um, what's called the Dreamer Institute. So it's live online classes where we work on all of the um, traditionally cluttered things such as, you know, uh, tracking your money and organizing. Like you said, I love that, that you said that, Janet, you know, cup in the sink, like we're humans, you know, and, and I think, you know, embracing that is, is much more a way to allow yourself to truly be organized because you're allowing for the humanity you know, rather than trying to, to do something so perfectly that, um, that it's not maintainable, you know? So, um, yeah, so jumor.com, J-O-U-M-O-R.com. Um, and people can always email me with any questions at info, I-N-F-O at J-O-U-M-O-R.com. And I so appreciate you taking the time to chat. Uh, it's really a pleasure to, I know our your listeners won't be able to see your face, but you have such a great smile. It's really been a pleasure talking with you. Well, thank you. And listeners, you know, I will always provide a link to all our guests so you can directly connect with them and get their resources, sign up for their classes and get books that are coming out. So Leah, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much, Janet. Wonderful to talk with you. Wasn't that a great interview? Unitasking, unitask, doing one thing at a time. Think about how impactful that can be in your own life as you get organized. Well, for those of you who do want to get organized, maybe you just need some support. Well, check out my Facebook group where if you are tired of living with the piles from last year, you're ready to find things the first time you look, you want to better manage your time in your life, then become a part of a member of the community that will support and nurture you on your journey to living an organized life. It's a safe place where you can post questions and videos and photos of your organizing challenges and receive strategies that will help you organize your life. For an investment of $7 a month, for the first 30 days, it's $1 just so you can get a feel of it to see if this group is something for you. But you will definitely get personal strategy sessions for me. If you post a video, if you post a photo, I'm going to tell you from A to Z how to tackle that project. Once a week, I come on and just kind of check in with the group, see how everybody's doing and just answer any questions or concerns. I always try to share my product reviews with the people in my group first and so much more. So again, all you have to do is go and check out the uh, JanetMTaylor.com and just check out um, my Facebook group and see if it's something for you. So now I wanted to share with you some strategies from Taylor's Tip Time on getting organized and decluttering. Number one, target a specific area. Number two, list goals you want to accomplish. So you decide you want to target that pantry. You want to target that pantry because you want to be able to find things the first time. You don't want to waste any more money um, and you want other members to find things. List tasks and, and schedule them in your calendar. Maybe take 30 minutes and just get rid of everything that is expired. Another 30 minutes and categorizing everything. And then you can reevaluate and look and see what kind of containers you need. Have someone hold you accountable. It could be a family member. It could be a friend. It could be a professional organizer. And pat yourself on the back when you do a good job because you want to know 
that despite all the clutter and the chaos that you have organized a shelf, so you need to pat yourself on the back for that. So those are my Taylor's tip time for this week. And of course, I want to take a moment to thank you for following me via social media for your likes, your retweets, your sharing, your comments. I love all the interaction. So please continue. Please continue to, um, you know, check out my Pinterest board. This week, check out Clutter Busters as well as Goals for the Workplace. Um, check out those boards, but there's so many others. And of course, today is Monday. So you know what that means. Tomorrow is Toss It Tuesday. And because we're at the beginning of the month, I want you to schedule time to toss the clutter from your purse. That's it. Get rid of what you don't need, the receipts, the batteries that you change that need to be recycled, the wrappers, um, the receipts that have faded, all the stuff you just threw in your pocketbook because it was easy for you to carry. Now you need to get rid of it. So toss it Tuesday. Clear out your purse. And of course, moving on to my app suggestion, my product suggestion, repurpose suggestion, my book suggestion. App suggestion is Kusha. And it is a calendar app. And I'm, you're going to be hearing a lot about this. And it's great because it integrates, integrates all of your calendars. So you may have a school calendar for the kids and your work calendar and, of course, your personal calendar. But then you also need to manage your mom's calendar. It'll help you do all of that. So you'll be hearing a lot more, but check it out. And of course, my product suggestion for this week are, you know, we're getting into the next half of the year. So do you need to be a little bit more organized with your time, your task, and everything that goes on to manage your home and your life? Then check out my Amazon shop and check out the command center items from calendars to bins to all items that'll help you really stay focused from, you know, maybe a place to just put incoming and outgoing mail, a place to keep a list of tasks. Because even though I have a digital calendar, I still need to see stuff in front of me. So check that out. And repurpose. Repurpose the office. Use those uh, toothbrush holders for pens and pencil. Use those uh, jars that are for spices Use them for paper clips and so many other things. So check out that board as well. And then my book selection is a book that I've read. And this moving forward, I'm going to start sharing with you the books that I've read from my library. And it is called The Art of Possibility, Transforming Your Professional and Personal Life. And what I like about this book, it is truly the art of possibility. It's looking at things different. It's looking at what you are doing. And sometimes you may be thinking you're doing a great, uh, a horrible job, but sometimes you need to give yourself an A. So that's what I like about this book. So please check it out. My quote for the week is, letting go, make space for so much more stuff. Again, letting go. Make space for so much more stuff. Well, it is July and we've got the menopause whisper. We've got somebody talking about time management. We've got an estate planner coming on. Actually, we have somebody talking about, you know, work-life balance, which is something we all need. But the, And the menopause whisper and, of course, estate planning. So, I'm excited to share those with you. I'm excited to be on this platform. And also on this platform, if you have a question for me, 
It could be, Janet, you know, I've got all this paperwork. How do I work through it? Or, Janet, I've got a small closet. How do I organize it? Or, Janet, I am just so overwhelmed because I'm just doing 10 things. What do I need to do to just get one thing done? There is going to be a link on this show page where you can click it and you can leave me an audio message and I can actually answer it. So, of course, answering only questions related to organizing. I just wanted to give that disclaimer. So I wanted to share with that with you. Well, I am so excited about this new month, about the next half of 2019. So thank you for listening and be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends and on your social media network. And please visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. Until next time, have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week. Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter, Get Organized.